0: Hi, everyone. I'm Joe Terpel. Hey, Joe. I'm Cassie Randolph. What's up, Cassie? Welcome to the fourth episode of the Ultimate Surfer Post Show podcast.
1: T-U-S-P-S-P. That's
0: the one. Woo. We're going to recap episode seven
1: of the Ultimate Surfer. Today, we're going to talk about the beach challenge, the surf combine.
0: Lots of drama there. Drama. Drama, And drama. talk about dramatic, the heirs of Felipe Toledo. He stops by. Oh,
1: my gosh. It was so fun to
0: watch. That was so cool.
1: There's the semifinal surf-off. He yes, and we have the finals all decided for next week's episode.
0: They've made it so far. Two men, two women remain. And we also got a special guest today.
1: Yes, Malia Ward, the guest I've been waiting to grill.
0: The Lone Wolf.
1: And as always, we've got our man behind the glass.
0: Producer Ryan. Ryan. Hello, hello. Should we uh, get this thing started? Let's do it. Let's go. Hey, everybody! Uh, this is great. A lot of fun, um, ready to go. Crazy part about episode seven is we're starting to really feel the finish line approaching of the show, the ultimate surfer, the yeah. seriousness of all the battles.
1: Barely anyone left, only six people. You can kind of feel how much smaller it is out Pretty there. Pretty
0: quiet at camp, isn't yeah, it? Yeah,
1: it felt a little more like, I don't know. There was It was less fluffy stuff happening. You know, more serious competition going on.
0: They were
2: getting down to it. And hey, Joe, were. you caught a football.
0: Gosh, that was a really fun experience. <laughs> Open the On the, the back of a jet ski.
1: I know. I wanted to see the celebration afterwards.
0: It went on for a while, so <laughs> they definitely had to cut that down. <laughs> question. Here's the behind the scenes question. How many takes? First take? That was not first take. I, I want to go with five takes. Not too bad. Obviously, Jesse Palmer, former quarterback for the New York Giants, even the 49ers for a bit amazing college quarterback uh, down in Florida, but I think it was all about timing of mm-hmm. of the speed of the jet ski, and so he was anticipating it, and gosh, it was a celebratory moment <laughs> on set when we connected. So fun to really watch,
1: cool. I had a question. What is the most takes that you had to take doing <laughs> something?
0: <laughs> you, to be honest, the most takes I took to do something Ended up not being used in the show. No, it was in the Baywatch scene.
1: Oh, oh yes.
0: I did a forward roll into the water, and they're like, "Yeah, do that again." I think fifteen times, maybe more.
1: Like, like a little flip into the water. It was kind like of thing? a
0: flip just on the mat, and then I did the dive. So it was like do a little roll, somersault on. Oh, the, a,
1: a legit somersault. Yeah,
0: like I just roll over my shoulder, did that not hurt? like a flip and jump on my feet. I can't do that. Oh, okay, <laughs> it's kind of like, like, kinda like cool. a kid somersault you learn when you're like five. Did that hurt? No, I it's I know how to do that, but uh, it was funny because I just did it once as a joke, and they're like, "Let's do it." Red cameras, couple like one-on-one shots, You're like drones phew, 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 phew. were coming out, <laughs> and then uh, the show came. We obviously already saw that, and I was like, "Oh no!" <laughs> I just did not execute. I guess you
1: should find that clip and use it for something. <laughs> with how much work you put into it? I'll, I'll tag, the
0: footage. tag you guys in it. Yes.
2: So we opened the show. We've got a beach challenge. Um, We see you catch the football, Joe. And then we go straight into the surf combine. In the 40-yard splash, you're going to start on the shore with your boards and then duck dive under these interlaced lane lines towards the dock. And when you finally hit the dock, this is the beginning of the wetsuit jump. You got to squeeze into a wetsuit. 40-yard splash, wetsuit jump, zigzag and go. Kind of like an NFL combine, but for surfers. How would you guys feel about that beach challenge?
1: It looked really hard. Right? Yeah. I don't know. The, the, I think the <laughs> most entertaining part of that to watch was the girls, though, fighting over uh, getting in first. I thought someone was going to get hurt for sure.
0: That was nuts. I think that was the challenge. Because all the other challenges, everyone's like, it was rewarding. It was the feeling of doing it. It's like that, that thing that they had to do. <laughs> they will never do again. No. <laughs> you know, it's just one no. of the, it was awkward. It was hard. And,
1: and it was hard because they were like racing each other right next to each other. So I feel like it was just getting like squishy. You know, all the other ones, they were like the barrel roll example.
0: When you're wet, putting on a wet wetsuit is really hard. No matter how many wetsuits oh, so you've put hard. on in your life. Your first session, if you surf a lot in one day, you have a soaking wet wetsuit. It's always just a little stretchier. Your foot gets caught like Koa's. That was so
1: funny, (laughs) him talking to his foot in the interview. You're supposed to go all the way in the
0: wetsuit. Gosh, that was, he's magic, but (laughs) devastating. He got DQ'd. Oh
1: my gosh, I know. And he was the first, came in first.
0: But I get it. Rules are rules. i was was so happy. I guess rewinding to what you said earlier, the biggest, wildest moment was the extreme cutoff from Malia's line Mm -hmm. on the deck before they go to the water. And it was just a direct cross tangle up.
1: She knew what she was doing. She was like, I'm going to start this competition off jumping right in front of them. I don't care who gets hurt. You see
0: crazy paddle battles on the championship tour. We see that all the time where arms are getting wrapped up. Really? You know, maybe a couple sneaky little connections with the back. And there was one I remember with Jordy Smith and Gabriel Medina and Indo. It was crazy. There's yelling and it was wild. But I've never seen anyone get crossed up like that on land. No, I know. And then hit the deck like that.
1: Yeah, that was the scariest part. That's what I was saying earlier is they're in such like close quarters in this comp- that little relay race that I was. And the, I feel like boards can hurt you, you know, like if you get hit by a board.
0: Well, last thing you want is like to break your board doing a challenge like that, you oh know, and God. along with your body. And Brianna mentioned later, she was like her temple hit the, hit the ground. Yeah. So she was definitely going, oh my gosh, that was a direct hit to me for Malia.
1: Has anybody, did anyone break their board?
0: Do you know? There's some broken boards. Yeah. There's a lot of uh, on-site ding repair happening. Really? Yeah. During the show? During the show, only? for sure.
1: Oh, wow. I didn't know that. You don't see that.
0: Yeah, that's a... I guess a little behind the scenes. But yeah, if you got like a ding on your tail, they're trying to repair them while they were there. Yeah, cool. A couple of like, yeah, I remember Kai in the beginning, he was trying to find a board that would work. He actually was like, hey, Alejandro, can I try one of yours? Today? Really? Yeah. He was, How many did they bring? Uh, I don't remember each person's total, but... I thought it was amazing that Ole was like, sure, you know, try one of mine. Of know?
1: course he is. He's he so, is so positive nice. and nice. He, like, doesn't even care.
0: Full hero. <laughs> he finds his Kai finds
2: his magic board from Alejandro and he's just like, I'm keeping this. Is yeah. that all right? Yeah. Alejandro's like, yeah, totally, man. It's, it's
1: yours, yours now. <laughs> just uh,
0: give me 10%. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> Do they have to bring, like, different types of boards? Because I know the wave can change. Like, you can.
0: Well, they can kind of simplify it before. For someone like Zeke who's been there. He probably had this big advantage of knowing exactly what he wanted to ride. Uh, for people who hadn't been there, they probably brought a few different choices. You know, okay. Some people go really short on on their equipment. Some people on tour ride a different board going right than they do going left.
1: Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Do they ride the same one the whole time then once they figure it out?
0: There's a few changes. I know Zeke's been on a pretty magic board almost every time. Uh, but yeah, Kai went through a lot of changes. Interesting. Yeah, pretty interesting.
1: I wonder how that like plays into how they learn the wave. It's huge because it doesn't.
0: It's not exactly what you'd think if they're seeing a head high wave in the ocean, like lower trestles in San Clemente. They kind of have a pretty good idea of what they're going for. More straightforward. Yeah, if you haven't been there, you're going. What do I ride in a pool setting? Some people might go, oh, epoxy, different construction. Do I need something shorter? You're not really paddling a lot. You're just paddling into the wave. So, yeah, there's there can be a lot of thought. I, I'd imagine if you'd never ridden that wave before, you'd bring a, a lot bigger range to see what would work. And as we found out, you don't really have a ton of opportunity to sort that That's out. That's what I
1: was, yeah, thinking about. Like, when are you going to figure that out, just have to... Play it by your... Just name.
0: like first challenge going, whoop, that didn't feel good. Yeah, <laughs> you know? next time, hopefully it'll Move feel better. The next board. yeah. Nope, all these it, surfers it, it, are so good, they can probably tell right away okay. if it's going to feel good or not. Well, they definitely felt good by episode seven, hopefully.
2: They figured it all out. Yes. Like you guys mentioned, they laid it on the line in this challenge, the beach challenge. Zeke wins, Tia wins. Any surprises there?
1: No, because Tia had an advantage being from California and always wearing a wetsuit. You could definitely see Brianna <laughs> struggling a lot. And all the boys from Hawaii were struggling putting on a wetsuit.
0: Yeah, I think it was like Tia stayed calm and was just like...
1: I got this. One leg at
0: a time, one arm at a time, where Brianna's suit got all bunched up at the bottom and then she couldn't move, you <laughs> I know? felt so bad for her. Yeah, I guess it does uh, play a factor if, if that's your day-to-day program.
1: Yeah, that was kind of... If you could master the wetsuit part of that challenge, you were golden. Yeah. That took the longest, it It all came like. down to the
0: wetsuit. Yeah, it
1: really did. Should have been called the wetsuit challenge. That was a
0: pretty funny struggle. It was... Again, something they've never been doing unless you're late for a heat on tour. You're like, better get my suit on fast, but <laughs> I never remember, that fast.
1: When I was first learning how to put on a wetsuit, I would um, put like a plastic bag around my foot and oh, have yeah. to that's how I would get it's it on it's a good on. technique
2: actually yeah that's a, that's a pro tip for any <laughs> listeners out there who are yeah. struggling
1: to put on
0: wetsuits you can put, put a plastic like bag around your, yeah, your foot plastic
1: grocery bag around your foot stay true. it in there it works really well it now does. I don't have to do that Co, <laughs> Co
0: is like where were you when my foot got
1: stuck <laughs> here's a plastic bag yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: so we
2: see Zeke and Tia win they get extra waves in the next wave challenge which we hear from the old Kelly Vision um, is gonna be about just straight up maneuvers.
3: This week's challenge, drum roll please, is best maneuver. This challenge obviously is created to see if you can hang with everyone on tour and step up to that level.
2: So question for you guys, Cassie and Joe, what's your favorite maneuver?
0: It's like asking you to pick your favorite child. Yeah. We need uh, you to pick your favorite child. Yeah. No, I mean, that's really hard to answer. We play Would You Rather all the time on tour? Would you rather get you know, stand up barrel for eight seconds, or do a ten foot air and land it perfectly. You know, it's like that. That discussion never ends in surfing. Well, what's your favorite maneuver to watch? Again, it's just I. I <laughs> he can't has no answer. And I feel I, mean, I don't feel like I'm sitting on the fence because I feel a lot when I see like the biggest carve of the day, and I'll also feel incredible if I see an eight foot air landed perfectly. So I get excitement from both. Both. That's not like I'm not just like I need to see airs all the time or I need to see carbs. As long as it's big, I'm going to love it.
2: So we can't get a straight
0: answer out of Joe. Cassie, what's your favorite maneuver to
2: watch?
1: Fine. Well, you're so in it, you know, and you know so much about it that I feel like it's probably harder. And you're like constantly, that's your job is you're talking about these maneuvers all the time. So of course, they're all impressive. (laughs) Got your back.
0: (laughs) Ryan. I love a good air reverse. You just. Stuck his neck out there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he knows what he likes. <laughs> you know what? I like it when they're flying in the air. I liked watching Felipe Toledo doing all of his... It was just so impressive because I think you don't see that as much or we I haven't been watching it as much. You're probably used to seeing it I love it more. your
0: answer, actually, because in this environment at the surf ranch... Airs are very difficult, and you don't mm-hmm. see them very often. So I like your answer. It was like
1: a new thing to be watching. I was like, wow, I yeah. want to watch everyone do an air now.
0: Great job, Ryan. Cassie, airs. Yeah, yeah. the surf ranch, it's a pretty hard maneuver to do.
1: That was the correct answer. That was the
0: correct answer.
2: nailed it. <laughs> People <laughs> can go to worldsurfleague.com, watch the championship tour, see Felipe Toledo live in action with maybe a little Joe Trapel commentary.
0: Toledo won this event, the surf ranch this year. It was great to see. He beat Medina for the first time.
1: Crazy. It was
0: a pretty emotional moment. Had some of those airs. Tons. (laughs) Tons of airs.
1: At the surf ranch? Yeah. And those are really hard to do there.
0: They're hard, but he never falls. He never falls. He made it look really easy. It's a demanding wave if you surf like Toledo. He doesn't ever relax. So a recreational surfer can cruise, can highline, like save their legs for a bit. Toledo doesn't do that. When he showed up for the show, they gave him a bunch of waves we be like, thanks for coming, enjoy, this is all for you. And at the end of like going back and forth a few times, he doesn't know how to slow down. So he's like, hey everyone, this is gonna sound really weird, but I'm done. <laughs> he just, he's like, I know my, he's hurt himself. He lands so hard, he pushes so hard. He's like, I've met my my max today.
1: So they just gave him a ton of waves
2: he's to do like, whatever whoever he wanted. water
0: patrol you guys have at it. Oh my gosh, what why were we not there? Totally.
2: Um, <laughs> Yeah, we did see Felipe Toledo there. He was there to break down film with them. That's got to be so helpful for them as trying to win this show to have someone like Felipe Toledo come in. Mm -hmm. That's got to be so helpful for them to have them break down their waves.
0: I think in that setting, like I was kind of watching Zeke's face the whole time because Zeke's switching gears. He's been on tour with Felipe and he's had to be like, when you're on tour, you're going, I'm better than everyone I'm coming against. And so it's probably a rare moment where his guards let down on this show for the first time to let Felipe in. You could tell the way they are bantering. It was probably really unique for them to actually talk about airs and where you do it on this wave because guaranteed in a competitive arena Mm -hmm. when they're on the championship tour together, not going, okay, can you, you know, let's share some tips for each other. Yeah,
1: it was definitely a different kind of vibe going on there. Like they were looking for feedback and like letting people in. Like you said, I didn't even think about that. But that's kind of cool because it was like a it got to be a different type of learning experience for them,
0: which is really cool. I mean, I think you have a small support crew, or oftentimes I think you see it the most where on tour, like a Seth Moniz, Griffin Cole Pinto will reach out to like a Mick Fanning, who you know at the time was on his way out, now retired, or a Griffin will call at Kelly, and Kelly will pass on information. But yeah, rarely it's like when you're going head to head with people, you're going, hey man, let's uh. Can you yeah. help, should we help each other get better? You
2: know, it's different. So back to the show, we saw Felipe Toledo break down their film. We go into the wave challenge, which is just all about the best maneuvers. The man and the woman who get the highest scores in this wave challenge, they will secure their spot in the finals. On the flip side, if you don't win today's wave challenge, you will secure your spot in tonight's surf off. Go big and you're not going home today. And we saw some really, really cool maneuvers. Zeke had a frontside alley-oop that ended with him winning. Tia, great snap that gave her the win. Any other maneuvers that stood out to you guys or any parts of the wave challenge that really stood out as any progressive surfing, any things you
0: didn't expect? I was really impressed with Koa Smith. He did not have an extra wave because of the wetsuit debacle. And he landed a frontside air reverse, which I think is the hardest direction to go in the air. At the end of that wave, I think an alley-oop going the other way feels more normal for mm-hmm. that type of section that's running away. Whereas air Versus, you typically see an oncoming section. You hit it and fly. And for him to spring off the lip and have that forward rotation was really cool because we hadn't seen that move really done this whole show. And that was clutch for him, like landing that. Yeah. Was was insane. was
1: really bold. And when... Felipe was helping them and going through footage. I I don't none of them landed an the air. So then I was like, how is this gonna go? Is he gonna be able to land it? That was and wild how
0: no one landed anything. Yeah. I know.
1: <laughs> I, I wonder if they were nervous because he's so incredible. But yeah. I think everyone was really bold during this last competition.
0: That was cool. I was like, Koa did that air and then it was Zeke answers again where you're going when he's put under pressure to perform and it definitely helped for Zeke kind of by default or by Koa's foot still in the suit he ended up winning where he had three tries and it came down to that third try
1: yeah I was thinking too the person who went the last definitely had another advantage besides just having the three waves because they got to see what the other people did and try and be better you know like that's why Tia didn't have to surf three waves that she had because she already knew what she had to do to like beat the other girls.
0: And the best maneuver wave challenge was ended up being the most monumental if you win because mm-hmm. you're straight into the season finale mm. to compete for the ultimate server. So that reward wasn't like a bonus wave here or there. Or that was huge. It was like you are you've made it to the last episode.
1: I was thinking because in the last challenge there Koa had two waves and Kai only had one. And I know on the first wave, Koa didn't land his air, And so if he didn't have a second wave, I'm like, who would it have come down to? It would have been Kai or Koa. Like that wave really saved him.
0: It was, that was so important. And when you, when I first saw Zeke thinking about, well, he didn't take too long, but deciding he was going to get an extra wave, first I'm going up, nobody's getting one. That's how they've been playing this, or at least Koa has. They'll just let it ride it out. But mm-hmm. he, was actually kind of showing that he would rather not see Kai hit full stride again. He's been unpredictable, and he already sees himself, you know, handling Koa better than Kai.
1: Yeah, what do you say? He was like, I have a plan for beating Koa. I don't have a plan for beating Kai.
0: Yeah, I mean, because I think he thinks if, if Kai's at 100%, that's going to be a huge challenge. Yeah. So he was like, all right, Koa, here, here's some help to, to wind up in the final. On the female side, do you think Tia has
2: that same mindset of like, I could beat Brianna or Malia, but I couldn't beat the other one?
1: I don't know because, I mean, they were best friends. You saw Tia automatically be like, of course, I'm going to give it to Brianna. Brianna was like, thank you, you know, right away.
0: <laughs> well, it, it, they never wavered from no. that goal of being the last two. And at this time, you're going... You know, Brianna is going to be Tia's biggest challenge, and vice versa. Mm-hmm. But they never stopped their alliance, their friendship. Yeah, they, they did. Okay, let's let's fight both fight this out in the the last episode, and they they did it.
1: And they will. They're going to do that next
0: week. <laughs> It'd be cool if, like, all of a sudden at this point, Tia's like, "Nah, you know, like, it's, yeah, I've got goals here." <laughs> well,
1: I don't know. Is Mal- Malia and Brianna, in your opinion, who do you think Tia would be more scared to go against
0: i think brianna her best friend yeah really i mean just quality of turns malia i think is better in the barrel but overall performance with maneuvers and scores and heat strategy i think brianna would be that so it was just
1: purely tia's friendship ethics that we're (laughs) giving away another way yeah
0: and just to speak to malia i mean in the best maneuver challenge I thought that was really admirable that she was the only surfer actually trying to do airs. You know, yeah, she's going and maybe she's going, okay, maybe I should have stuck to turns like Tia and Brianna did, but she was like, use the training with Toledo. He's there. That inspired her. If she pulled one, they would have rewarded her the win of that challenge. You could tell she hasn't had a ton of practice doing those. So it was a huge risk that she took a chance on where Tia and Brianna at no stage of their waves were, we're actually trying airs. So
1: how come like how come the surfers don't do airs as much? Is it just because they're harder or because they're not as fun or that's a great question. Cause I I, I was just curious. No, it's watching. a really
0: good question. I think what's been happening now with the progressive movement on the women's tour is insane. Carissa Moore landed maybe one of the best airs ever completed in competition earlier this year in Australia. Really? Almost got a 10 for it. And in my mind, it should have been a 10. It was big. She landed perfect. It was a big air reverse. And it was kind of a turning point in the progressive movement for surfing. And it was like, now, if Carissa does this, not just Carissa, the rest of the tour does this, you will be rewarded. And there's been Sylvana Lima, Lakey Peterson, Sally Fitzgibbons, you know, mm-hmm. Melanie Bartels, a bunch of progressive surfers that dedicated you know, their whole approach to going above the lip and heats, uh, but you just don't see it too much. So there's a lot more risk there. You have to dedicate time to add that to. It's so fun to watch. Yeah, it's great. And I'm with you. We need to see more of it. And I know we will because Carissa made a statement earlier this year and, and now it's sort of like, Hey, if you do this, if you learn how to go above the lip and land consistently, you're going to get an excellent score.
1: She's like setting the bar for sure or what comes next i want to go out there and try one <laughs> seriously
0: <laughs> i would not be able to
1: do that at all but it looks fun to be flying above the water you know
0: i guess you could talk about they can be dangerous like learning them especially mm-hmm. where to land where not to land you're looking for sometimes a soft landing these days guys will land in the flats like toledo that's a hard landing but they learn how to land light on their feet so the best guys like Toledo are amazing because they will put themselves in awkward positions and they've learned how to let go of an air at the last second if they think they'll get hurt or to, to go for it and they get tens for it.
1: Yeah, watching the surfers this week flying and all their wipeouts, it's was like, doesn't that hurt? Like, do you think it – does it hurt at the wave ranch and not just the ocean?
0: Maybe not the wave as much. I mean, when you go down, you get pummeled, you know?
1: Yeah, some of, like, when they get caught inside and just, like, spun around. Yeah,
0: they're they're not getting hurt that way necessarily, but it's more like if you end up getting tangled up with your board or worse, your fins. That's when you're like, ouch, that'll hurt. That's when you're getting hurt at the the surf ranch.
1: Wow. For some reason, every time I go surfing, I, like – something happens to me where I'm like I could be it could be the smallest day and I'm gonna get caught in something or something. like one time I went and I think I actually broke my nose what I was like not even big out but I was my fin hit me it's like a soft top fin like this is so Still, embarrassing
0: can be painful. <laughs> I literally,
1: my nose was bleeding after that it's now a little bit crooked
0: So I can't
1: even imagine. I do
0: see that. Do you actually? No, no, you're fine.
1: (laughs) (laughs) People won't admit that it's good. It really
0: is. And it's from a bad day surfing.
1: Yeah. What? Yeah. Oh, my God. It's so funny. It's actually really embarrassing because it was like small out, soft top. Fins do hurt, though. Yep.
2: Jeez. Well, this episode surf off was Malia versus Brianna and Kai versus Koa. We just talked about who went home. Unfortunately... It was Malia and Kai.
4: So I lost my shot at a guaranteed spot on the championship tour. I'm disappointed, but I'll get there eventually. And whoever wins it, see you soon.
0: It always hurts to lose, but um, making it to the semis was a win for me in itself. I'll never forget it.
1: I felt so sad for Malia falling. Mm. I was like, dang. She was probably so bummed.
0: You wonder what was going on in that moment. And I'm loving that we'll be talking to her soon because everything had just been building up from her feeling this energy from Brianna and Tia and wanting to break them up. And this was sort of her statement moment, you know? And Mm -hmm. you almost, you want something so bad and maybe that's why the, the fall came. But I think that just been building up. It was just, it started day one. I think it might have started before we even started the show. and So I feel like that was such a big session against Brianna. I don't know if Malia's ever wanted to beat someone in a heat more Mm -hmm. in her life than that moment.
1: Yeah, it seemed like there was much more than just wanting to surf a good wave there and win. It was almost like an emotional kind of wave, too. There was a lot of... I don't know. You could kind of see it on her face when she was on the back of the jet ski. She seemed like uh, like almost sad in a way. Defeated. You know, like def- yeah, like she almost felt defeated already to yeah. me. I don't know.
0: Yeah, it was yeah, definitely a moody feeling. Mhm. A lot of energy right there. Just, maybe she was focused. She
2: was like so focused to try and get it, but it's hard cuz it, did she surf after Brianna? Before, mm. I think. Cuz Brianna had a great wave. Well, and Brianna she had the
0: extra wave, right?
1: fell yeah. too, didn't she?
0: She oh, it was, went left and it was, didn't really do much, right? Yeah, and it was went her right. second wave that she really performed Yeah, she was going on her second wave. You can tell every surfer has gotten dramatically better. I even want, even Zeke, from being there this whole time, you can tell the comfort of the wave, their timing. Yeah. is It's a big difference. And so every surfer has gotten insane. I think the mistakes are coming from just the pressure of the moment.
2: So looking forward, we know who the finals are going to be. It's gonna be Zeke versus Koa and Tia versus Brianna. Congratulations, Brianna, Tia, Koa, and Zeke. You're on your way to the ultimate surfer <laughs> finals. Oh my
0: goodness, guys. That feels good. I like the sound of
2: that. I cannot wait to see what happens next, guys. Have fun tonight. <laughs> what do you guys think? Who are you picking?
1: I think there's two clearly that have been the strongest this entire time. I think Zeke has been the strongest of the guys. Tia's been the strongest of the girls. Whoa. Do you not think so?
0: I think that's a fair call. I just, Zeke has always been the guy to beat. Yeah. Everyone's always looking at him going, well, he's going to win that. He's he's dangerous. He's got confidence, I think, which is the big thing. And but would it
2: surprise you if Brianna won?
0: It wouldn't surprise me at all. I well, think pressure's a real thing. It's just, yeah. I feel like uh, her forehand is obviously where she's making all the money. Tia wants to go the same direction, so she'll be on her back end. That's where she's getting really big scores. And they're both throwing different types of turns. So it's like, now it's just coming up, who's going to make the least mistakes when it counts? Because they they both could easily win.
1: Yeah, and you only get like the one chance. Again, like we talked about last time, it's not like you have a 30-minute heat that you're competing or 20-minute whatever it is. (laughs) But it's like that one wave. So if you fall... You're, you're done.
0: Yeah, I'm curious to see what Jesse Palmer is going to set up for them on the final episode. You know, will they? Oh, there be one challenge? chance? You know, will, <laughs> are they done with challenges? Have they made it to just focus on, you know, this chance to win?
1: Yeah, does one of them get an extra wave? Is that even fair in the finale? Yeah, I don't know if that, <laughs> I don't know. it almost feels fair. like, well,
0: maybe they'll just go blow for blow. Yeah. I'd love for them that's to get a I lot see. of waves because you want to see them all compete. Yeah. Mm.
1: I don't know. I bet if, Whoever wins Brianna or Tia, I wonder if they're going to kind of like regret their alliance and be like, oh, <laughs> it's the one person I couldn't beat, you know, I should have tried to get him off sooner.
2: Oh, you mean the person who loses? Yes, like, that's right. Regret what I, being yeah. taken to the final. Regret yeah.
1: having had the person who wins back the right. whole time and like kind of getting them there. Because I think that if they didn't have that alliance. they easily could have been pushed off sooner. I think they really helped each other out Mm. this entire time.
0: Oh, they definitely did. Yeah. Especially with Brianna even recently getting the extra wave against Malia. That was huge. And it's a cool, cool topic you're bringing up because the idea on the men's side, you know, Koa's idea was doing the opposite of that. No matter how good of friends they are, like brothers, you know, Mm -hmm. but he's like, I'm not helping them because he knows how good they are. Tia knows how good Brianna is in both ways, but they never once were going, we're going to try to get you off the show early. I think they actually really fed off staying together. They chose to share an Airstream when there's empty Airstreams to have yeah. by yourself.
1: <laughs> That's funny. I
0: think there's their support for each other-
1: Really helped them. They're
0: not lonely. They've got mm-hmm. a, like someone looking after them. That probably meant more to them than actually thinking about losing their first goal of, of getting on the show
1: that's almost what I was trying to say earlier about Malia going into that like Brianna had the support of Tia and Malia was just like alone a lone wolf
0: that, yeah the herself and that probably
1: probably really mentally mess with her wife
2: well speaking of Malia we're gonna talk to her soon.
1: Oh, oh, I'm going to go way back in the episodes with questions for her. It's
0: going to be a long talk. Yeah. Malia Ward, the lone wolf. Got her on the phone right after this.
3: WSLstore.com is powered by Shopify. As surfing makes its impressive showcase for the second time at the Olympic Games Paris 2024, Samsung is capturing every epic moment through a new series and a celebration of our culture, bringing the spirit and stories of surfers, including Joanne de Fe, John John Florence, and Jack Robinson to the forefront. Want to dive deeper into our world? Visit youtube.com slash Samsung.
1: So we are back and we have Malia Ward with us. Malia, thank you so much for joining us today.
4: Of course. Thanks for having me.
1: I'm so excited. I feel like I have so many questions for you that I wish we had you on longer today. Um, Fire away. So to start us off, tell us about your overall experience of filming The Ultimate Surfer.
4: My overall experience of competing and filming The Ultimate Surfer I'd say it was definitely a positive one. I feel like I grew a lot as a person and a surfer, and I got to know myself very well by doing the show. And I thought it was, I thought it was really cool and a really fun experience, something like I've never done before. And I, I love trying new things, and, and I'm a very competitive person in nature, so I felt like it was the best place to be at the right time.
1: Was it anything like you expected it was going to be?
4: Sort of, yes one of my favorite things about it was that surfing is kind of like an individualistic sport altogether. And I felt like it was really cool that the ultimate surfer tied in team surfing and made it more, um, collaborative, which is really cool to see in surfing.
0: I love that. And it was really cool too. I mean, first of all, had you been to that wave before? Was that the first time you got to surf there? No,
4: no. I, I was able to surf. I surfed Kelly's at least four or five times before the show.
0: Oh, that's awesome. So, so you kind of experience. knew what to expect was this cool. But as we do know, you had no idea what the challenges would be like and everything else. Uh, how much did it help that you had a lifelong friend in Anastasia Ashley on the show with you?
4: Yeah, I, always, I felt super comfortable, super homey, having my homie with me. And Julie also, she was there. And yeah, it felt really cool to have like friends go go through it with me so it wasn't just like oh my gosh I'm you know thrown into the rat race and like we're all you know I don't know these rats but like they're my (laughs) friends too so it was really cool to uh to have some laughs in the past and see a lot of familiar faces that I hadn't seen in a while.
1: How cool yeah we know you had some really close friends on the show and then we also saw some drama with Tia and Brianna and I mean Joe and I And Ryan have all been dying to kind of know like the backstory of all of that
4: okay yeah well we there's definitely there's definitely some rivalries during the competition and yeah uh, I felt I felt like Tia and Brianna I I mean I've known them for a long time since we were kids like 14 growing up surfing surf contests and stuff so I've known them a long time and like I know like I know that we're all very competitive and you know we all want to win so I knew there was going to be some type of like upset. Some, something's going to get heated, twisted, whatever. But, um, I knew it was like for the fun of it. I mean, we're on the show together. We're going to all try and surf our best. And I hope we can all get along, you know. But if things get, things got obviously a little spicy, but I think no harm, no foul. It was mostly like good to healthy competition, maybe a little sass, but always
0: have a little (laughs) fun. yeah i i think feel like you have a great perspective malia because you know as we've been watching the show we saw you get recharged when anastasia came back in that surprise wild card moment and then you know when she left again you often you know refer to yourself as a lone wolf you know as like this you're by yourself and I think there should be a lone wolf t-shirt by yes, day, we all about say. your story, because <laughs> that sure. was kind of a big theme for you, you know, as being this lone wolf and this journey to, to try to make it through this thing.
4: Yeah, I was, I was raised an only child and I grew up with like two, two teenagers as parents. So we all kind of grew up together. So I feel like naturally I'm comfortable with kind of, you know, having to be responsible and be on my own and not have anyone like around me that I can fully count on you know, and that's human nature. So I felt like I learned a lot from growing up. So so applying it to this, I was like, oh, I, I've been only child all my life, like I can I can keep myself going, you know. Oh yeah, also to paint a little more of the picture, it was very isolating for sure. Being it being in this space, not having like my phone or just normal things that I'm used to. So it was a lot it was mentally draining for sure and not having like my support system and ha- relying on myself as a support system was a challenge and it was something really cool because I wrote a lot in my journal and had a lot of crazy vivid dreams that I probably wouldn't have had if uh maybe Stasia was there you know
1: yeah I feel like that'd be really hard especially with like the two other girls having each other and then you're there and you're having to like be your own rock kind of is that kind of what it felt like
4: yeah and I was trying to read I was trying to read the situation, too, because at the end of the day, I, like, I, I, th- I think there could be more than one, one winner, per se, not like a specific gold medal like in the Olympics. But I feel like if one person wins, if someone else wins, like we all win in a way because we're all connected, like we're all humans. And it's better to like, believe in other people and want them to win than not want them to win, if that makes sense.
0: Right. Putting that energy out there. I think there was this art of war competitive side, though, especially when we saw the beach battle, the surf combine, which looked like one of the most challenging battles, by the way, where you're <laughs> paddling, putting on a wetsuit and you're all wet already. That looks so hard. But the line that you took definitely caused this huge collision and Brianna hits the deck and we <laughs> were going, wow, this thing just got real. It was way more competitive. I mean, was that like your intention? You were like, I'm going to rattle these two girls by taking them out before we hit the water.
4: Well, to start it off, it was not my intention, but I just knew that I was on that furthest outside line. I wanted to get the inside track and I wanted to try to like beat them to that Punch and the inside track. It. But they also were, you know, trying to, it's like like race cars, you know, like trying, I was trying to pass them up. And like the pass up, I wasn't going as fast as I wanted to. And like obviously gauged it wrong. I didn't mean to take them out <laughs> if it was that way. Totally didn't mean to like take anyone out or cause like a, you know, a Ricky Bobby. I'm on fire. But uh, I definitely wanted to win that battle. And I was willing to just like try my best. And I, I, I cut him off, yes, but, you know,
1: the competition. <laughs> it was definitely entertaining to watch, for sure. You were very fun yeah. to watch the whole entire season, too. Oh, it's so much. Oh, thank you so much.
0: What happened after that, though, as the lone wolf, Malia? Because then that happens. Everyone falls, and we see Tia and Brianna going, oh, my gosh, I hit the deck. Oh, I was out for – I was seeing red, you know what Tia said, you know, like – Was the vibe, like, extra gnarly and heavy as far as competitiveness was concerned when you got back after that battle? I mean, after
4: that battle, I feel like everyone was kind of shocked on what happened. Like, it all happened so quickly, too, in the heat of the moment. Like, I feel like I got... I mean, never complain, never explain, Joe. (laughs) I I I just thought about it. I never... (laughs) Never complain, never explain. Like I definitely heard Brianna whining, and they were all yapping about like what happened. But it's like it was a battle. Like I got elbowed too. Like someone my 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 rail got like dung up. But like I don't. I'm not going to blame anybody for what happened. Like we're in a contest. <laughs> That's a good like, attitude to have. We've thrown into it. <laughs> this battle we didn't expect. <laughs> yeah, right. Like you
0: never were like I'm going to go apologize for how that ended up. You're like I'll just leave that. You know, we'll move on. You know. <laughs>
4: Would you
1: say like coming out of the show that you're you now have this group of people that you're extra bonded to and you made some new really incredible friendships from it?
4: Yes, definitely. It was was definitely an experience that I was able to share with, you know, old friends and new friends and frenemies and um, also like (laughs) guy friends too. And it was really cool. I feel like when I, when I see Kai and Ko in Hawaii, you know, we can give each other that extra, like, what's up? Like the eyebrow raise, like we went through some shit together, you know, and it was fun and, you know, but it's, it's always going to be there. That's that memory of what we went through and what we did. And I, I can't wait to see it. Oh, that's so
0: cool. I love that. I really enjoyed, uh, obviously with you and Anastasia and then Tia and Brianna, just having these long relationships, you guys being super tight in real life where on the men's side, we didn't see so much strategy of like, okay, I want to surf against this person to surf off. Help me out. Like where you actually got to play with someone to set up things in your favor to try to keep yourself at the surf ranch. Uh, That must've been fun to sort of, I mean, first episode we start and you kind of were able to set up a matchup with Kayla because Anastasia was on top of that first battle. So uh, that must've felt amazing to, to have these strategies and using your thinking side of the game and being successful, that must've been rewarding.
4: Yeah, it was it was super comfy, comforting, having Anastasia, you know. She was like holding the power in the beginning. So it felt it felt good to be in a high power position in the very beginning of so. the show. So
1: in episode seven, we see Felipe come in and kind of give you guys advice on how to do airs and everything. And I think you really attempted a few times more than some of the other girls too to do some airs. How was that whole experience?
4: Well, having Felipe come in, you know, he's he's the best he's i look up to him so much he's probably definitely top two favorite surfers my favorite guy surfers on the tour and um it's just it's so it's so fun to watch him like pull airs and i feel so inspired all the time watching him surf and so like before i'd go out and surf lowers or different places like i'd watch replays on like how he does his airs and like study how he moves his body like the timing of you know going to the air and um so just after like looking up to him for so so long and then like having that chat with him I felt it, it was so cool to have the opportunity to have someone like that be watching me surf and like help him pretty much coach you know have a have a coach that's like that's pretty cool we got that for free. <laughs> no, that's but, um, cool. Yeah it was so fun I I just wanted to send it it's like I've landed air reverses. I've never landed an air reverse in real life, but I've landed it in my dreams so many times. So like, I know what that feeling is like. I just need to, um, you know, feel it in reality, and yeah, make my dream come true. So that's why I just kept sending it, even though probably, it's going to get ugly before it gets pretty for sure. So <laughs> I'm sure you saw that.
0: Well, no, Melia, I was about to say I was. I really appreciated. That in that best maneuver challenge, that you were the only one that went for airs after that time with Toledo, you know, with both Tia and Brianna, they just stuck to their strengths and were thinking about moving forward, you know. And I think for you, you were like, Crazy. I want to soak this up with Felipe, and I know if I pull one off, that'll be the best score. So I really, even though you went down swinging, you really pushed yourself and tried. I really love that.
4: I just wanted to say, like, my favorite moment of that entire session was probably. The, the last wave I got, I got like the most barreled I think I ever got on the end on the end of the right and Felipe had both his hands up like, ah like screaming screaming my name and, oh, like, right. oh my gosh, like he was so he was really proud of me and I felt like, you know, that's the same thing like my dad would have done. Maybe he was a little even more excited than my dad <laughs> would have been so, it was just like that that made like the entire show experience for me. What the cool having Felipe feeling. hyped on like my barrel.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Amelia. Uh, yeah. it, it was really cool that there was this new dimension. I think the first time it ever was released at the Surf Ranch with night surf session under the lights, and it was crazy dramatic that that was actually when the eliminations would go down and people would be getting set home in that dramatic setting. What was that experience like? Uh, walking into what really felt like a stadium. Yeah,
4: I like that word choice, Joe. Dimension. It's cool. <laughs> That's why I gave him that question. <laughs> <you know? laughs> joe's diction is always on point so so back back to your question yeah surfing under the lights it it was like totally like something i've never done before obviously because it hasn't been done before competing at night it was it was really cool i feel like it was very dreamy like seeing the moonlight and being able to surf with the moon like looking up like night night surfing has been one of my new favorite hobbies for sure ever since that bioluminescence happened in the ocean like I, I'd be surfing at like 10 o'clock at night and so I, I feel like I, I got a little used to it and I, I got some practice in before during that time when the ocean was glowing like electric blue so when I was out there it kind of like reminded me of that and it made me really happy even though I was also nervous at the same time, like I probably, I was like talking to myself, I'm like, don't mess this up, you know, that, that kind of thing. But when I'm on the wave and I see these, like, these crazy lights coming at me, it's almost, it is like blinding. It's almost like I have to trust how I, how I feel on the wave versus looking at the wave. And, uh, I feel like I surf more with based on feeling and, um, emotion, you know.
1: That's so cool! It looked like such a surreal experience surfing at night. And then there was that like party night I think you guys had where you got to have glow sticks out there in the water. Was that even more incredible?
4: Yeah, that was one of my favorite nights ever. Being able to surf with a LED light surfboards. So cool! I love uh, the LED lights. Roy G. Biz. <laughs> I got him in my room. So like, bring him, bring him on a wave. is just like it's sick. <laughs> it reminds me of like USC, you know college vibes. So
1: cool. What would you say like your favorite moment of the show looking back was?
4: My favorite moment of the show looking back? Well, it either have to be Felipe giving me 10 with his hands, you know, <laughs> being super stoked on me definitely not the wetsuit one putting on a wetsuit <laughs> while I'm wet <laughs> that one I felt like I was like drowning is that your least favorite um, least favorite moment probably my least favorite but one of, <laughs> one of like one that I did not expect that actually I felt like kind of the hero in it was when um when Zeke and I were doing I think it was the first challenge when we were carrying the heavy underwater weight it was like a 50 pound weight and we were carrying underwater and I was like fully ready I'm excited and Zeke and I were doing like breathing exercises so I felt like super comfortable I was like oh he's got this I'm gonna help carry the rock but he's probably gonna do most of the work we got this and then he fully like just I don't he froze Deep froze and like lost his booty and was freaking out and I felt like I was able to kind of save the day and swoop in and step up my game as an athlete and like underwater like breathing holding my breath underwater has like been like a scary challenge for me so being able to come out of that like improved and also like saving us from being like the last one i feel like i felt good about myself in that moment cool maybe that one other than getting barreled every day (laughs) (laughs) cool
0: that's all time alia we loved it we loved uh everything that you brought to the show and all your commitment your personality and we uh wish you all the best what is next for you What, what do you have planned
4: what's next for me well uh, I just graduated USC, and I'm yes. going to live my best life and do what I want, and you know, make music, play the piano, do my art, and surf, travel.
1: Wow, that sounds like the dream life. All at the same <laughs> time,
0: I love it. So, yeah, where can like, where can like we? A uh, there's a lot. There's a lot going on, and you've always uh, been really interested in a lot of things. That's what we love about you. And where can we follow you on your journey? Where can everyone find you?
4: You can follow me well right now personally you can follow me on um, on social media on my instagram malia ward. but also youtube is uh my my youtube channel is going to be coming out soon too which will have a lot of fun things as well you know you can search my name malia ward
1: cool what are you going to post on youtube
4: pretty much my whole life or just different things i, I feel like i want to i want to help explain Get surfing across to other people that want to know more about it, or people that want to learn how to surf, or I don't know. Surf. I, I can't give all my secrets away, but I also love to do magic tricks and DJ and go on adventures. So I feel like, yeah, I feel like I could create a lot of fun little stories to tell and show people. I
1: feel like you are a woman of and, many uh, talents. <laughs> Thank you. What did you graduate USC with? I'm just curious.
4: Communication degree. What awesome. we're doing right now, I think. <laughs> And then I minored in entrepreneurship, so I got a little business
1: in there, too. Wow, that's so impressive. Congratulations.
4: Thank you. Thank you, guys.
0: I think it's such a cool thing because pro surfers like yourself and being how talented you are, a lot of surfers think, oh, I can't do college right now. You kind of broke that mold and sort of proved that you can and go to an amazing school like USC uh, while you're Mm -hmm. getting barreled. You know, it's pretty awesome. Exactly.
4: It's like now I have my degree. I don't have to like stress about it. I can, I can cruise, you know, do, do like my creative endeavors, but also have like that practical, that practical thing. Like, you know, so solidified with whatever I want to do.
0: Magic. Thank you, Malia. This has been a pleasure. You guys
4: are just gassing me up. (laughs) No, no, not
0: even. Stoked. I I want your Lone Wolf t-shirt to come out because I want to wear that.
1: Yeah, that's, that should be your next endeavor is creating a lone wolf t-shirt.
4: Coming, coming soon. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I love it. All Thanks right. so much. We'll, we'll talk to you soon, Malia.
4: Awesome. Thank you guys for having me. Of course. Good
1: chat. Bye. Good talk. <laughs> Good talk. Bye.
0: Thanks for listening to the Ultimate Surfer Post Show podcast. For more exclusive Ultimate Surfer coverage, go to worldsurfleague.com.
3: Go to shopify.com slash lineup now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash lineup.